Hey y'all, it's Mel and you're listening to The Rough Draft TV, where we talk about faith, purpose, work, and wellness. As a part of The Rough Draft Collective, we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women, and each week we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday story. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to my Rough Draft Podcast. I found I sound so wretched right now. Um, hey y'all, welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to my Rough Draft Podcast, a part of the Rough Draft Collective. It's your girl, Mel. And yes, I'm so excited to pick back up from where we left off last week. So if you have not listened to last week's podcast, you want to stop because we're picking back up. So you got to go back so that you can pick back up. Okay. But um, but yeah, so we are continuing our Going Deeper series and we are picking back up from last week's conversation on what it means to go deeper in our relationship. So as a quick recap, Um, Last week, we talked about one, how we go deeper in our relationships with others when we become more knowledgeable and accept who we are. Number two, we go deeper in our relationships with others when we understand the bigger purpose of every relationship in our lives and when we put them in the proper perspective. Number three, we go deeper in our relationships with others when we let others know what we need. And so to pick back up on that, the fourth thing we need to understand is that in order to go deeper in our relationships, we have to create accountability for our purpose. And when I say create accountability for our purpose, I do not mean, although I'm not throwing no shade, but I do not mean, you know, joining a Facebook group that can help you support, that can help support you in your business. I'm not talking about, you know, a work day or a lunch day, you know, with a coworker or a boss or a mentor and setting goals. I'm not talking about that. I mean, when I say create accountability for your purpose, I mean, create real authentic accountability around not just what you do, but who you are, because who you are is a part of your purpose. And so when I take inventory on my relationships, as like y'all was supposed to do last week, now did y'all take inventory? Did y'all do y'all homework? <laughs> but anyway, when I take inventory on my relationships, I, you know, I assess that I have people that encourage me. I have people who just sit back and observe. And of course you have the people that try to downplay you, you know, but do I really have anyone who knows or understands God's call on my life and can, you know, simultaneously at the same time tell me no? Do I have someone that can challenge me as much as they can encourage me, right? Do I have someone that's not just going to call me out when, you know, I don't do something in my business, but are they going to call me out when I don't do something in my life? Are they going to, uh, you know, call out the sin in my life? Are they going to challenge me about the way that I think about myself and other people? Or do I just have a bunch of yes men around me? Or do I just have a bunch of people who only support me in what I do and not in the person that I'm trying to become, right? And so that's how we create accountability for our purpose. Again, it's just having people who can strengthen who we are, who can grow who we are, because that's how we go deeper in our purpose by tapping into God and becoming the best selves, you know, the best version of ourselves to our ability. And of course, using God's help. And again, you want to use prayer 
care and discernment when doing this because everyone does not have your best interest at heart. I don't care how much they smile on your face. People have different motives and, you know, you can be, people can be competing with you in the background. They don't even know it and you don't even know it, you know? So you have to be prayerful and discernment. But again, you need to have people who will strengthen you as a person, who will support you as a person, regardless of what you do, because your purpose is not limited to what you do. But that is another story for another day. <laughs> but but yeah, so number four, we have to learn how to create accountability for our whole purpose. And five, we have to understand the weight of and how dangerous bitterness and unforgiveness have on our physical, our spiritual, and our emotional lives. You know, of course, the word says it's in the Lord's prayer, forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. And of course, we know we're supposed to forgive, you know, 70 times seven. And, you know, I was actually following someone on Instagram. She's like a a prophet or I'm not, I think she's a prophet, but I was following somebody on Instagram and she always talks about how much like our lives and our purposes are placed on hold because of the unforgiveness in our hearts and how much like even bitterness can take root and it affects us physically. You know, we have physical ailments because of deep, you know, unforgiveness and bitterness, bitterness that's in our life. And as much as I sometimes secretly want to hold a grudge because I do, you know, I have to make the daily decision to forgive because what you're not going to do is cause me to be sick. (laughs) What you're not going to do is block my blessing. Right. So I think where we go wrong sometimes, y'all, I'm acting a, a fool on this on this episode. <laughs> it's late. I'm sorry. But anyway, so um I think where we go wrong is that like we say, oh, I forgive someone, or I'll say, like, okay, I forgive this person for what they do. And I'll say, you know, I release this person, right? The holy way. And then when I see that person again, <laughs> you know, that hurt starts to come back up and that, you know, what they did starts to come back up. And I used to wonder like, why is that? I thought that I forgave that person. Like, why does this keep coming up? Like, what do I need somebody to lay hands on me? Like, like what needs to happen? Right. But it's my my belief that I think we have to make a conscious decision to forgive and that it's not sometimes it's not always a one and done deal, you know, and we sometimes have to bring our mind into alignment with the decision that we made to forgive and be unoffendable. Right. And so when it comes to bitterness and unforgiveness, something that's been helping me um, is praying the word of God over my life and honestly, really praying for those people who spitefully use me, who I'm not on good terms with, who, you know, I do struggle forgiving. I, I literally have found myself really, really praying for them and not just praying that God would get them. No, I mean, praying blessings over them. The word says to bless those who persecute you, right? So, you know, I have to pray like God created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me, like clean out my heart, clean out this unforgiveness and this bitterness daily. I have to pray that. And, you know, when that anger starts to boil up again, I have to start praying, praying blessings over that person, whether it's in my brain or out loud, you know, until my my feelings and my emotions come into alignment with the decision that I made to forgive them, right? So <laughs> you'll be surprised. I could be staring right at somebody and they probably, they may think I'm mean mugging them. Nah, boo, I'm, I'm praying blessings over you because again, you are not worth my not worth my blessing. I ain't got time. I need all my health, all my energy, okay? Um, <laughs> And so of course I know it's easier said than done a lot of times and I am nowhere near perfect at this, but it is something that I try to do consciously. And something 
something else that helps me other than praying for them and, you know, saying the word of God over my life. Um, Another thing that helps me is to literally like turn my focus. And that sounds really simple and basic. But like, for example, if I'm on Instagram and I see someone or someone say something that offended me, or if, you know, I'm at work or at church or, you know, in whatever setting, you know, um, out on the street and someone offends me or someone does something that kind of pisses me off. I don't know if I can say it on this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> but if but if I but if something offends me, then it literally helps me to take my focus off and I start writing. So for example, if I get offended by what someone says, then I turn my focus to like a craft or like again I start writing or working on the podcast or working on the Rough Draft Collective. And I, I think why that works so well for me is because you know the enemy will use unforgiveness and bitterness to distract you from what God is trying to speak to you and trying to get to you. And it's so crazy how sometimes as soon, how, how as soon as I like turn my focus from that offense, from that unforgiveness, from that bitterness, from that rejection, from whatever it is, how God will literally start speaking things to me that has nothing to do with that person. But, you know, he may be, you know, downloading an episode to me. He may be giving me clarity on something else, you know, and it's like, I feel like the enemy uses that offense or, or that unforgiveness forgiveness to try to distract us. But when we turn our focus back onto God and, you know, back onto what he has for us, then, then it literally you forget about the offense, right? Um, and so that's just something that helps me. It seems really random and basic, but but yeah, we have to learn how to forgive and, and release that bitterness on a daily basis. Now, hear me very clearly. <laughs> hear me very clearly. Forgiveness does not mean that that person has to have the same access to you. We talked about this last week. It's levels to this. It's levels to me. And everybody don't get the same access. Um, And Sarah Jace Roberts says something really profound. I've heard her say it a few times on her podcast, but she said before, like sometimes the best way you can love someone unconditionally is from a distance. And that is very true. Like sometimes you have to set boundaries on what you will and will not allow in your life. And you can forgive someone without letting them take advantage of you or disrespect you time and time again. So yes, you need to make the daily decision for to forgive. Yes, you need to pray for those who persecute you, but you need to also use discernment about the access that they have to your life moving forward after the hurt or after the offense, right? So again, we have to uproot the unforgiveness and bitterness from our hearts while still maintaining healthy boundaries and our peace, okay? So number six, God is not sending you new people until you learn how to properly steward the ones you got. All right. Now this goes back to point number two from last week when we talked about putting people in the right perspective. We even talked about how in it was in the episode with Takar where we talked about managing a nine to five. And she talked about, you know, how sometimes we want to make connections with people we don't know, whether that's via social media or people we feel like we need to have in our corner. And we want God to send us people. And God's like, I already sent you your people. Bro, sis, <laughs> I already sent you who you're supposed to have. 
And um, Michael Todd actually did a message on FOMO in his Crazy Faith series, um, Transformation Church. But he said in that FOMO message, he was like, God's God's not going to give you new instructions until you follow the ones that he gave you the last time or until you follow the last instruction. And I feel like we we want to be influencers. We want to be influencers on social media, but we don't influence our families. We want to promote our favorite person or our, our ideal, you know, our inf- favorite influencer on Instagram before we'll promote our friend's small business and their blog and their things. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I told y'all I'm cutting up today. It's late. I'm tired. But we'll promote the celebrity before we promote our friend. (laughs) And that's crazy to me. And it's like, you know, we have to be better about stewarding the people regardless of their position. You know, again, just because they're in our life doesn't necessarily mean that they're for our life. You know, and we talked about this last week that some people are there to test us, to to stretch us, you know, to test our patience, to to teach us how to forgive. and, And we have to learn how to steward those people well too. We have to learn how to not let them affect us and what we do. And that way, you know, if we learn how to do that on the small scale and deal with the pettiness on a small scale, then, you know, if God ever does choose to elevate us, then we'll be able to handle, you know, the opposition or the persecution that may come, you know, on the larger scale, because persecution is guaranteed. Uh, trials are guaranteed for the everyday Christian, right? That's Bible. But anyway, we have to remember that our first ministry is our home, our community, and we have to be able to steward them well before we start asking for all these other folks, okay? So number seven, we go deeper in our relationships when we stop seeking the approval of others and the permission from others to do what God has called us to do. Now, I'm gonna have a transparent moment. Um, This actually happened earlier this year. Um, I was serving in a specific entity and I've been serving in that entity for, a a while and I have found myself becoming to get frustrated, you know, because I felt like at the time, you know, that people there didn't see my potential and and I didn't always feel empowered to do more or be more than what I was currently doing. And, you know, I was faithful in what I was doing, you know, but again, I I was getting frustrated and I felt like I was getting, becoming resentful, you know, for, for where I was. And I felt that, you know, at the same time, God was putting, you know, preparing me for the rough draft. And I didn't know that it was the rough draft, but I felt like he was preparing me and putting me, you know, putting all these hopes and dreams. And so I couldn't figure out why, you know, God was placing these things on my life, but no one around me could see it. Like no one around me would confirm. Y'all know we always want a prophetic word. You know, I just felt led to tell you, you know, X, Y, Z. And, you know, that wasn't happening. (laughs) And so I was becoming frustrated. I was becoming resentful. And I did end up, you know, voicing that frustration and, and God had to correct me. God had to rebuke me. And, you know, and he said, why are you asking mere mortals permission to do what I have already told you to do? Why are you seeking validation from a human on what the God of the heavens and the earth has already told you and called you to do? You know, you're holding these people to what 
I said and promised you. So you can't trust them to handle something that I didn't give to them or reveal to them. I gave it to you. So what are you going to do with it? You know, and he had to correct me. And and that's so true because a lot of times we want someone to validate or confirm something because really we just don't trust God fully on what he said. Let's be real. And at the time, you know, I tried to make out how it should play in my head and oh, well, if God is calling me to do this, then, then of course it has to be in the same setting. And so, you know, if I try to put God's plan into my own thought process, y'all, I would literally not be doing this podcast. I would not have launched a Rough Draft Collective because I thought that, you know, the things that I was committed to now, you know, maybe God wants me to grow in these certain areas, but that wasn't what he had for me in that season or at that specific time. And so again, God sees beyond what we can see. I've said that multiple times. I actually said that in the first episode when I talked about how God was calling me, you know, to tell my story and to help people in their purpose before I was even fully walking in mine. I was... (laughs) I was a hot mess, but God could see past what what I could see in the moment. And so we can't always depend on him. We cannot depend on humans for validation, you know? And as I started working on what he called me to do in the correct setting, then he sent people to help and confirm and stand alongside me, you know? But I had to take the step of faith to say that this is what God has called me to do. And so whether or not someone confirms or denies that I have to at least give it a try because that's what I feel like God said, right? And so believe it or not, when we do this, we go deeper in our relationships. When we stop seeking validation and permission, we go deeper in our relationships because we've taken the pressure off of people and we've placed them back on God. I'm not expecting my family and my friends to be my God. It would be nice if they supported me and it would really hurt if they didn't support me. But we have to to make a decision. Are we going to be obedient or not? Are we going to put our works on our faith or not? Are we going to go all in with what he's called us to do or not? You know, and we want people's validation because that's where we find security, because that's what we see. And it's easier to believe what someone you see tells you versus a guy you can't see. And I get it, but he has to be the source and we have to stop asking permission. And I'm guilty of this again. And I've talked about it. I stopped beauty in the rough draft because I felt like people weren't listening. But again, their lack of support cannot dictate our commitment and our consistencies to doing the work, you know? And I mean, wise counsel is good. You know, is it good to get godly advice from a friend? Yes. Is parental advice good? Yes. And the Bible backs all of that up, you know, but does their advice come before or after God's advice, right? And so, uh, a kind of a disclaimer, or I guess a question that I feel like God asked me, or I asked myself, and I feel like if if you want to know whether or not you struggle with this, um, I want you to ask yourself one question: When an idea comes to mind, you know, when a passion comes to mind, when a project comes to mind, you know, when you feel an urge to do something, when that idea comes to mind, who do you call on first? Them or him? Bars. <laughs> And on that note, I'm done. Drops Mike, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, we gonna call on the Lord real quick. You know, speaking to Colin, we gonna call on the Lord, and you know, we gonna go on with the rest of our day. I'm just gonna stop it right there. Um, but yeah, I thank y'all for for listening to these last two episodes because let me tell you, I have really been getting tested um, when it comes to my relationships, man. When it comes to like not being offended and you know navigating through tough conversations, it has been rough. But um, but I think that as I go through these tests again, I see. The bigger purpose and the bigger perspective that he allows me to go through so that I can help you as you go through it, right? So, yeah, that's all. Uh, I'm going to say a quick prayer. So, Lord, I just thank you for bringing us here today, Lord. I thank you for every person listening to this podcast episode, Lord. And I just pray that you will help us. <laughs> we thank you that you are our source. We thank you that you are our shield, that we can only trust in you and you alone. Um, And I just thank you for who you are. I thank you for being patient with us, for being merciful to us, for being gracious to us, for giving us the correct people, for giving us exactly what we need. Lord, you are our provider. And so I just thank you for who you are and for all you do for us, seen and unseen, Lord. And I pray that you will forgive us for those times where we seek the validation of other people over you. Um, I pray that you will increase our faith and help our unbelief, help our doubt. And I just pray, Lord, that we will go deeper in you, that we will go deeper in our relationships with other people. Lord, if there are tough conversations that we need to have, I pray that you will give us the grace to have them, Lord. If there's any area of unforgiveness and bitterness, Lord, I pray that you will reveal it to us that we may be able to heal and be able to fully walk in what you have called us to do with nothing hindering us. Um, I pray that you will begin to highlight people that, that can hold us accountable because we need to be held accountable. (laughs) Um, So I pray that you will reveal those people to us, Lord. And I just pray for anyone who is fearful, who has been seeking the validation of other people to do what what you have already called and commanded them to do, Lord. I just pray that you will give them the courage to do it, Lord, that you will help them to take a step out on faith, Lord, Um, that we will be able to put action to what we say and what we read about and what we pray about, Lord. And I just pray that you will help us Lord, help us to have no fear. We cancel all fear in the name of Jesus. And I command our faith to rise up that we will be able to fully walk in all God has for us in Jesus name that I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I'm gonna be honest. This um, going deeper in relationships part one and two has wore me out so bad. I don't even know what we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> I don't got no homework. Just just keep praying, child. Pray for yourself. Pray for others. Pray for me. Because let me tell you, these these folks in this world, listen. Okay. But no, I hope you got some out of it um, and know that this is a marathon, not a sprint. So take one area of focus, focus on it and celebrate your small wins. Okay. So I love y'all. Have a great week and be blessed. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Rough Draft Podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theroughdraftcollective.com, where you can subscribe to this show in iTunes so you'll never miss a show. And you can also follow us on social media at the Rough Draft Collective on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, all of that. So if you love this show, please, please, please leave a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Check out our latest ebook called Unfinished Business. Learn how to get back on track to God's purposes for your everyday life. Thank y'all so much for listening and I'll see y'all next week. Bye.